Welcome to Denver BeerCast. Tonight we are talking about the Great American Beer Festival. The biggest one I can think of in the nation. Possibly the world. Not the world. Okay, not the world. The World Beer Cup is the biggest. But it's definitely the biggest in our nation. Yes. Uh, it is held at the Colorado Convention Center, which is 15th and Curtis. Yep. So, and it's pretty big. It's easy to find. Yep. Uh, 400 plus breweries. 800. Oh, that's right. 800, 800 plus breweries, breweries. 4,000 plus beers. And 4,000 beers. And we tried about 50. But um, that's pretty much all you could get to in one day. <laughs> yeah, I'd say I tried about, I'd say roughly around 50. I was shooting for 100, but, uh. Had a little case of food poisoning, and so that basically slowed yeah. me down. Tim wasn't feeling well, <laughs> which slowed me down. Which the so most I, go, I, I kind of had to wait for him a couple times because it's huge. Yeah, and I didn't want us both to get split <laughs> up and try and spend the rest of the night trying to find each other again. Yes, in a place with what would have happened with very bad service. Yeah, with no service. As the convention center is known for. With no service and a lot of drinks in us. Yes. <laughs> it would have been uh, hard. But it was a good experience anyway. Yeah, I definitely had a good time. Uh, it's pretty overwhelming when you first walk in and look around and and you think, I'm going to try a bunch of these. Yeah. That's not a good plan. <laughs> That's true. Even if you're going all three days, you should still try to space out your drinking. Yeah. And even if you're not, you should still space out your drinking because it doesn't make sense to try. I mean, you won't be able to try 4,000 in one night. So find what you want to try and go try those. A lot of these smaller breweries, which I noticed, uh, lines are not there. Yeah. You can walk <laughs> right up to them. I mean, now we should say we went on Thursday. And so the fr it is a Thursday night. So a lot of people usually probably went for Friday or Saturday. It was still a big well, line. I mean, yeah. Went. Oh, yeah. It was definitely a big line. But from what I've just seen, I think we definitely got the easiest day in terms of not having lines. That's probably true. But I still feel like what I noticed was all of the big name breweries had bigger lines and a lot yeah. of the small breweries, oh, yeah. you could walk right up to them and try it out. Yeah, which, I mean, does make sense because it is nationwide. And if you come from, let's just say, Arkansas... You might want to try a Coors or a New Belgium or a Sam Adams or something. Especially like the New Belgium specialty stuff. It's a because you're not going to get that out of state. Yeah. So it, it definitely makes sense as to why they do it in Colorado and then also why some of the breweries that you may not like if you live in Colorado or have super big lines because you have them all the time where these people are flying in from out of state and they don't know what all these little breweries are. True. Even from Colorado-wise, like the bigger name ones, obviously we saw Oscar Blues had a big booth. Yeah, they had a really big booth. Um, they had a big booth. New Belgium had a really nice booth, actually. Yeah. With seating. They did. They had a little patio truck, central, almost uh, lounge area. Yeah. So, I'm going to go ahead and start off by talking about glassware. Okay. Mostly because at this point it does matter to me. And... Ben is lying in this point because it is not glassware to talk about. Plasticware. Yes. This time around. Uh, it's a decent cup. It's a four-ounce glass with a one-ounce line yep. that everyone pours over. Yeah. So also know that when you're going in <laughs> thinking you're going to drink a lot, that that one-ounce line is rarely going to be at that line. Yeah, you'll probably end up getting mostly get one, one and a half. Pours. I would say one and a half I think were most common. Yeah, I'd say about one and a half. Um, it's a fair cup. Yeah. I mean, I understand why it's not glass, especially with in the size of 10,000 people there. It yeah. makes sense as you don't want glass spilled, especially when you get drunk as the night goes on. And the size, the space. It's a big space yeah. to clean. Oh, yeah. But I will say this is the first time I've been to the convention center when for not a Comic-Con, and it was set up a lot better. It was set up really well, actually. So I will agree with that, too. Even with 800 breweries there, it wasn't as crowded as some of the Comic-Cons where I am not don't even think there were 800 booths. Yeah, it felt really open. Like, the way they had it set up was really well done. Yeah. And, they, and it was really easy to find stuff based on, because they were all alphabetical. Yeah. So it'd have, like, A, 1 through 20. And you would just look up, find A. Yeah. And you're 1 through 20. It was easy to find a beer that you were... 
kind of looking for if you were looking for that. Yeah, I agree. It was definitely great setup. I do give them very major congratulations on how they set it up because if you imagine how many people are there, I believe they sold over 50,000 tickets for the weekend or something. 62,000 for the weekend. Okay. And so even if you divide that up by three, you're still dealing with... 30,000 people a day. No, that's 20,000 people. 20,000, yeah. You're still dealing with 20,000 people a day, and so it could have gotten very crowded very quickly to where you couldn't move, everyone shoulder to shoulder, and that's usually when good festivals turn into subpar festivals, as we know from the mac and cheese beer fest last year. Yeah, and it never once felt that way to me. Yeah. Like, I never felt overcrowded. I never felt like I waited too long for any of the drinks. It was really, really well set up, which is a plus. I agree. Um, so well, Ben, let's talk about um, if you had any favorite breweries that you visited, and then we can move into favorite beers. We had a favorite brewery that I stopped at based on one beer, because it is one of my favorite beers, which at Platte Park Brewing. Oh, how convenient that Ben uh, stopped at a Colorado brewery to get his Platte Park, but when I tried to stop at Avery... To get a rum barrel aged pumpkin beer, he was like, "It's Colorado, you know what it tastes like." <laughs> and we were even <laughs> that in the A's. Happen. We were even in the. A's. You Did just that you just said it right now too. <laughs> oh. hmm. And you also stopped at New Belgium. That was, yeah, that did happen too. <laughs> I stopped it too. Yes, I stopped it too while trying to avoid him. But there you have a watermelon Berliner Weiss at Flat Park. There, yes, I they really did. enjoy. It is very good. And I'm not saying it wasn't worth the in stop. In fact, I didn't wait in any sort of line. It was a plus. Yeah. yeah. Um, New Belgium had a crike that I wanted to try, which was very unimpressive yeah. in reality. Well, it is New but, Belgium. So I would say, yeah, I'd say probably uh, my favorite booth overall from by design, though. New Belgium had the nicest booth okay. that I saw. Okay. Because, like, there is sections I'm not sure I even saw some sections. Well, yeah, we... <laughs> Due to the fact it was so big. We pretty much only like stuck a, to maybe half of the, of the convention center. I know I saw the Jameson Castmakes section. Yeah. And it looked like it was really cool. We just didn't walk over there. But I there. never got into it. Yeah. Mostly because I had a lot by that point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if I need barrel-aged at this point. And we saw it on the way out. So, yeah, and we saw it as we were about to head out. But they look like they had a really nice one. So that's probably my favorite brewery. Booth. Booth. Setup. Setup. Okay. Yeah. My favorite is, let me pull it out. It is from, I believe, let me see the exact, Tinley Park, Illinois. Or Illinois, Illinois. If, if you leave off the S. <laughs> I've, heard it bo- I've heard it both ways. Uh, the 350 Brewing Company had a couple of really interesting beers, and they had a really cool design of almost uh, Odd 13 comic book style. But they're the ones they had, okay, the, they... I, the I Hate Mondays, the Howdy Neighbor, the Head Honcho, and the Shake City. Okay, I, I remember them, yeah. They were really good. They're, they were really uh, good. I think it was the Howdy Neighbor that I tried that was a very fruit beer, and that was very the good. Strawberry Blonde. I believe something in that area, yes. Yeah, I remember that one. Ooh, did have a but I will say, I will give stuff. a thing to, for brewery-wise, and we're not going into beers yet, but I did like those two setups of that one and also another one from Illinois, 4204 Main Street Brewing. I'll get into their beer when I get into beers, but I liked their setup as well. Which setup was that? Oh, they're, okay, I remember. They were just, they had a cool, like, uh, flag setup and okay in the back kind of representing... Oh, nice. Where they're from. So I thought that was pretty neat. Excellent. When a lot of places just had, like, the sign, or a lot of places just had their sign um, with the beers. I feel like all of the very smaller breweries just kind of got a table. You had three kegs, you put your sign behind you. Yeah. But some and, places went But kinda, some of them still went above even in those sections. To make it like distinct. Like the one that Tim is talking about, the uh, 350 Brewing. Yeah, 350 Brewing. Yeah, they had the they, comic book, and then the 4204 like, Main Street had the th- cool setup. They were one of those smaller tables that still went above to make it feel different. Yeah. Which was nice. Any uh, booths, Ben, that you were disappointed weren't bigger or looked too, plan- too bland? I don't really think so, because I'm not even really against the booths that were just a table with beer. 
Okay. So, I mean, yeah, I get that it would be cooler for you to find a way to stand out, which some of them didn't. But in reality, it should be about the beer. Okay. So, and none of the booths really... I don't think I was disappointed in any of the aesthetics. Okay. Which makes sense. I should also mention Oscar Blues actually had a decent booth. They had... Huge booth. Yeah. And Silent Disco. They did, yes. It was held by Oscar Blues. Yes. And Epic also had a pretty cool booth. I didn't even see theirs. Yeah, you you stood in line for the one next to them. Oh. (laughs) They they were kind of combined with them. Because they were not the Epic from Colorado. They were because they're mostly Salt Lake City, Utah. Is where where the Epic was from. Because that's their main location, I believe. Gotcha. Their Colorado location down in Rhino is just a sub add on. Oh, it's okay. I yeah. did not know that. Yeah, and they still do their own beer, but the Salt Lake City, Utah location is their main one. And okay. they were at a combined one with let me see if I can actually look it up. And they were pretty cool. They almost had a like a tiki setup. Oh I did okay, I remember like that the one. awning and yeah. No, I did go at theirs actually. I had a like ten percent beer at their booth. Yeah. It was It wasn't my favorite ten percent beer. There's a lot of C's and D's to get through before we get to the E's. Oh, yeah, it's Wild Tim's rifling through a book. You do get a guide that lists all the breweries and all the beers they brought. Yep, that's what we're going off here. Which is very cool. It was. We used that before we walked in just to kind of see what was what. Very helpful map when you are looking to find, here's some stuff that we should go try. Yeah. So... Uh, I can't find what was next to the Epic, but I know it was next in line. Not alphabetically, because they do organize them differently. Yeah. But it was definitely, because they were 717, and then, because basically what they do is they have, so we'll just say Dust Bowl Brewing is in section 11-7, where Eagle Creek is 11-8, and then you have Epileptic is 11-10, Eddie Line's 11-11, so they kind of, it's good to, you can track down what's what. And then they have some places where Eastern Market's 1816, so it's in a different E section. Yeah. Epic, because they were featured, is in section 717. So yeah, it's kind it's of, you got to go yeah, through and... The featured ones got bigger. Space. It's not exactly in alphabetical order, but it's pretty much there. Well, moving on, Ben, do you want to talk about any beers that you enjoyed? Let's definitely talk about beers. Okay. That's why we're here, right? You can give a top three if you want. You can give a top five if you had five that you really liked. I don't know if I can remember the names of the top five. (laughs) Okay. I know that I can give a top two, I believe. I would hope so. No, I could do a top three, actually. Okay, we'll do top three. So, um, top three... (coughs) Third, we're going to go with the... So, third place. Third for place for okay. me. We're going to go with the Watermelon Berliner Weiss from Platte Park. Okay. Shocking. But it is third. Um, my second favorite was Altex Lexington Brewing Company's uh, Kentucky Vanilla Barrel Cream Ale. Mm. Which was a cream ale with the smallest hint of barrel flavor. Yeah. Not much there. I would say so, yes. But a lot of cream aleness. Like, actually tastes like cream soda and reminded me of the first time I had cream soda and why I really enjoyed cream sodas. Or at, at this cream festival. beer. Cream ales, not Just cream soda. Pepsi was at this location and they did bring their cream ale. Not Obviously, it's Pepsi, so it's going to be soda. Their cream soda. Pepsi did have a couple craft sodas, which was kind of interesting. Yeah, one of them was a cream soda. Yeah, they had cream soda and a black cherry. Yeah, I only tried the cream soda. I tried the black cherry. It was actually really good. It was a good cream soda. Um, Cream soda in general is really good. So, yeah, so the Kentucky Vanilla Barrel Cream Ale I really enjoyed because it brought back that memory of the first cream ale I had that actually tasted like cream soda-ish. Okay. And it was really, really good. Okay. And I could have drank a lot more of that. All right. And then... My numero unos is damn this map. <laughs> oh, I saw both of these earlier too. Ah, was from Abnormal Beer Company in San Diego, California. Crazy, and it was called Tiki Life for Me, okay. and it was a pineapple. I know I have pineapple, and I think dragon fruit, and I think one other fruit. Yeah, I'm not too sure. 
they had a bunch of fruits and rum and was like 10.2%. Yeah, and it was pretty high up there. It didn't taste anything like any 10% beers I had. It just tasted really good and went down really smoothly. It was it was pretty good. I had it first, and Ben's not a big fan of the rum. No. Barrel eight not beers. Not generally the rum barrel age, and this one just, I thought it was delicious. Yeah. And I would have highly drinking more of it if I didn't have 4,000 other options to choose from. Yeah. Well, I will say... Let me see. So in third place for me, I would have to say from Three Iron Brewing Company in Colton, California, they had a Grand Slam Golden Coffee Stout. And if you know me, you know I hate coffee and stouts, unless they're gimmicky. And this was gimmicky. Because A, it's a golden stout, so it's a little better. And B, it tasted exactly just like pecans. I got no coffee. I got no stout flavor. I got no chocolate ever. It just was basically drinking a golden pecan beer. And that was definitely a shock for what I was thinking it was going to taste like. Because I was like, well, it's a golden stout. It could be good. I don't know, though. It's still a stout. And then it turned out to be really good. My second place, I would put at Purple Haze from Abita Brewing Company in Abita Springs, Louisiana, for their Purple Haze. It is a raspberry lager. It is a bag of weed they give you (laughs) to make all the beers taste better. We didn't see any weird weed beers this time, Ben. That's actually true. I'm surprised. No, Just just a reference. No Colorado one. You could have saw something. Yeah. But it was definitely a good one. I definitely would choose that one as a raspberry lager. We have had a raspberry lager from Renegade once before here in Colorado, and it was good. (laughs) But this one, I think, was a little better, just maybe a little bit more raspberry flavor. Okay. Um, While I won't put it on my list of top three, I do want to give a mention to this one brewery who had all their beers, and you could add anything with a flavor shot. Oh, yeah, that was actually uh, a really all cool organic idea. syrup they made. They kind of worked with the brewery to give it. I can't remember the name of it. Um, neither can I. It was over in the O section because it was kind of as we were walking um, from section. Yeah, because we were going from section to section. Because people told me I had to go to certain breweries to try, and I was like, "All right, I'll do that." So we kind of walked yeah. away from out of order, and we kind of saw it, and it was like, "Oh, well, this is kind of like it was." It was cool to see a moaning. Syrup yeah, mix. Yeah, a lot of syrup mixed beers, and they had about eight different choices you could yeah, use. and they were all mixed in. And they, the beers were pre-done. They had, I think I believe I had a mango, or Ben had the mango, and I had something else. Yeah, a mango? We had, um, we had two different ones. But I, I don't know. But I can't Back remember. to the point where we had a lot. Yes, <laughs> yes. Like, but it was good. It was definitely worth a mention of, it's, it's nice to see people do combinations instead of bringing just straight um, beer. Out of the box? What? I'd, I'd consider that like a little bit of like an out-of-the-box yeah. thing. We have a brewery up in Louisville that does moaning shots with the basic Berliner Weiss to change up the flavor. Yeah. And this was a whole brewery based around that. What I liked about this one more was that this one had essentially every type of beer with a flavor shot. Yeah. So it came down to what beer you liked with what type you wanted. And you could even get the basic beer and just go right next door and they would add the flavor shot for you. Yeah. So, or you can get them mixed together. Because they did have the pre-mixed ones you got. Or you could choose a different flavor if you wanted. Yeah, so it was definitely cool the way they did. The yeah. setup was really well done. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, you got to finish your top three. Yes, but my very number one is from, Ben mentioned it, Altex Lexington Brewery in Lexington, Kentucky for their Kentucky Vanilla Barrel Cream Ale. Despite having food poisoning number one from the night before, I suffered through some stuff, but I also powered through some other stuff. And that was one where I waited three or four times to go back because it was definitely good enough to where if I wasn't sick, I would have basically had about 15 yeah. throughout the night. It, but because I was, I kind of had to bow out early and... It's not fun going from, hey, guess what time it is. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was definitely, but far and away, number one, I'm a big cream ale person. Cream ales are probably my favorite type of beer. And so I'm looking to always try new kind of cream ales, new variations of old style cream ales. Some places do rum with it, tequila with it. This oh. place was 
it was barrel aged, which was interesting, mm. but not a lot of that barrel aged flavoring that overpowered it all, yeah. in my opinion. Because it is one thing about barrel aged beers I don't like is that you pretty much taste the whiskey barrel. They can be very overpowering on the barrel side of things. Some stuff, like I mentioned earlier with the Avery's Rumpkin, the rum barrel aged pumpkin beer, that I like because I'm a, bit, I'm a bigger rum fan than whiskey. Same thing with tequila. I like tequila vinegar and whiskey. So if you can give me a tequila barrel aged or a rum barrel aged, I'm going to like it a lot better than a whiskey or a bourbon or a wine barrel aged beer, which we do get a lot of. I did have about three wine barrel aged beers here. Yep. Um, Definitely on the stronger side of things in that As they usually are. Which is common. But I had one that was a red wine one that i actually really really enjoyed yeah which th- is rare because i don't really like red wines that much well it's nice to actually find it this is the great thing about the festival where it's not just colorado beers as our normal festivals we go to yeah is we, this place was all over the u.s yeah so you get to branch out a lot from what we see a lot of yeah so which was nice a lot of good beers from california from texas had a good couple from illinois had a lot more than i thought surprisingly good the one I mentioned, Abita's from Louisiana. Uh, didn't really get a lot from the East Coast-wise. I think we probably just missed that area, kind of. I think that's probably more, probably more like... Because we got a lot of A through D, I would say. I would say A through E. And then, a through E. And then we hit and like O and P. quite a bit. O, P, and R we hit from the other side. But we... But there's a lot of letters we missed in the alphabet. But well, you can't, yeah. You can't do it all. Yeah, it's true. Um, another thing that I did think was really cool was the Pro-Am section. Oh, yeah. Which is where you had an amateur homebrewer and a pro master brewer. Brewing company. Uh, it's the ma- I think it's Master Brewer from the Brewing Company. Well, but I think they still put the, their, like, they still yeah, use, Yeah, but like, they still put their name on to yeah, the beer. Yeah, because they use their location to brew it. Yeah, which is a amateur brewer. And let's say a pro brewer. Yeah. And they combined to make one beer together of multiple choices of beers. Yeah, there was about I there was 20. Was it 20? I think it was about 20. I mean, let me see. Oh, 40. I can go to page 40 and it'll tell me. Pro okay. AM competition. Because we had about th- four or five of these, I believe. I, I tried about five because there were five that sounded of interest to me. Let's see. And I think I enjoyed about three of those five. Oh, this only tells you their name and the place they did they didn't tell you the beer they did oh okay but it was it was cool to see that too because it's just another different style of beer you can go try yeah which i thought was neat yeah it's um, it's always nice to see we did however miss the heavy metal section which is all of the previous year's metal beers yeah i don't even know what that was I, neither do <laughs> we I. Didn't even it's see a it. big area and a lot to drink. Yes. So you get a bit stalled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because I mean, there is a lot. As we're, I mean, we're looking through the book here, and it's like we said, it's a good eight hundred plus places. Um, let's just let's go with this hint. There is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, ninety. Twenty breweries on the first page of the book. Yeah, well, eight hundred plus breweries is going to be a lot. And as far as the brewery sections go. There are 32 pages. <laughs> 32 pages of roughly 20 breweries listed. Yeah. With about five beers per brewery. Yeah. So, that I mean, that's why you see 800 so, breweries, 4,000 plus beers. So, that's the amount of beer options you have. Yes. Uh, so, if you want, Ben, were there any beers, if you want to go into it, that you didn't like? Um, or do you want to You know, skip I, can't that think, I think there was enough options that I didn't really choose anything that i wasn't gonna like at the amount of beer that i knew we were going in to drink i pretty much choose chose the best option i thought from each brewery and i don't think i was ever actually disappointed okay outside of new belgium's strike yeah but that would be it well i think now it's time to go into the medal winners because we do have the list of what won medals this year and we're just pretty much going to talk about the colorado breweries Oh, because we don't know the other ones. 
Let's just go with the gold medals, too. No, we'll, we'll mention all... It's all Colorado. All right. We'll mention all of them. There's not that many. I mean, there is, but it's not like there's 85. I'll try to remember from the last time you told me. Oh. All right. But, so we're just going to go down the list. I'm not sure how they have the list listed on their website, but we're just going to go down it. And we're going to talk about what we think of the brewery and if you've ever had that beer before. That makes sense. Spoiler it, most of these are going to be no, we have not. <laughs> but we've been to some of the breweries, and so now that we know, we might go back. Probably been to most of the breweries. Yeah, you'd be surprised from the list. So first up, winning a silver medal in the American Cream Ale category was the Day Blazer Easygoing Ale from New Belgium. And Ben, what are your thoughts? Are you interested to try something from New Belgium, given our I history? Would, I would still try it because it did get a gold medal and a very prestigious Silver. Thing. Oh, silver. And a very prestigious beer thing. And New Belgium has made good beers that I have enjoyed. Um, okay. Like when they made their heavy melon, heavy melon watermelon beer, I really yes. enjoyed it, which they never made again. Yes. Um. So they made beers I've enjoyed. So I would venture to try it. Okay. Just to try. I definitely, as a cream ale fan, I definitely will try it. I didn't believe it was a cream ale before because they gave no indication that it was. Because I think I've seen the cans. I looked it up. I've seen the cans before, and it doesn't look like a cream ale. I don't even think it says cream ale on it. I don't think I've ever even seen the can. So I'm hoping it's not just they won a cream ale category, when it, but it doesn't taste like a cream ale. Because then I'm going to be disappointed. Those. Especially because the one that I said was my favorite cream ale isn't even on the list for yeah, winners. I agree. So hopefully it's good. But I don't have high hopes because it's New Belgium. Next up, we have... From The Post, they won a bronze medal for their Howdy beer in American-style Pilsner category. And Ben, how do you feel about Pilsners, and do you think you would try this? I would definitely try it. Pilsners are always basic. If they have a crispness or a refreshness, okay. then, yeah, I'd go for it. Okay. And I think we've been to The Post, or we haven't. Uh, we have not, because it's one of those ones in Boulder that I don't think we've ever actually been to for some reason. Or it's, yeah, maybe. Something like that. All right. Next up, we have winning a gold medal in the Australian-style pale ale category from Butcher Knife Brewing Company is their Sunshine Express. And Ben, it's an Australian-style pale ale. What are your thoughts? My thoughts are it probably tastes like a pale ale. Okay. They won gold, though. I think I will like it. So it's the best-tasting pale ale of the, so of the competition? It's the best of all of them. Um, maybe I'd venture to try it once. Okay. But... Only in a taster. All right. Next up, winning a bronze medal for the Belgian and French style ale category from Thirsty Monk Pub Brewery was the Abbey Blonde. And Ben, are you familiar with French style ales? Not. But you are with Belgian. Yeah. But you know Belgian, but no and French. I do like Belgian beers a okay. lot. So this one I would really actually like to try. Okay. And I don't think we've been to Thirsty Monk. It's kind of a downside that I can't try them at the festival yes because we can't yeah go back the following year to get the metal beers from that year or you go to the liquor store and (laughs) or you go to the liquor store and buy them all later yeah but they don't give you samples so you hope you like it you gotta buy a whole beer all right next up winning a gold medal in the belgian style blonde ale or pale ale category which means you could either be good as a blonde or bad as a pale ale because it's the same category was the wits and brewing company's john claude van blonde uh, okay, so definitely a blonde. Yes. And Whitsend has had beers that I've thoroughly enjoyed. Because they're combined with... They are... Strange Craft. Strange Craft and Whitsend are essentially the same brewery now. Yes. Um, so they've had beers that I really enjoyed, so I definitely think I would really like to check it out. Okay. I, I would agree. I love blondes, and I'm hoping that this one tastes good. And he doesn't mean just the beer. <laughs> How dare you, Ben? How dare you? I have worked 38 years on this planet giving myself a good name, and you have just torn it to shreds in one afternoon evening. It was uh, well planned. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Well, next up, winning a bronze medal in the Belgian-style blonde ale or pale ale category. So Colorado took home gold and bronze in the same category. From Smuggler's Brew Pub was the Blonde Betty. I... 
And I think we've had this. Had yeah, I think I have. Before. I've bought it at liquor stores. Yeah. I and think I have. I mean, I haven't had it at liquor stores, obviously, but I think I've had it before. Well, I buy it at like Total Beverage. Yeah, but and I believe actually really liking this. Okay. Like as far as it was before, I drank a buttload of craft beer though. So it may be. So I was getting it was newer to me as craft beer, but it was still good. But so I do believe this is probably still good. And it won a bronze medal, and so definitely good for them. All right. Next up, winning a gold medal in the Belgian-style double or quadruple category from BJ's Restaurant Brewery in Boulder was the BJ's Quad. Wow. Um, and I know, Ben, you're not a big fan of restaurant breweries, Rock Bottom, yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna say, CB and Pots. I'm going to say it right off the bat. I'm more surprised <laughs> that it's a restaurant brewery beer in the medals category. Yeah, it won. I know. Shocking. A restaurant actually um, won a gold. What was this one called? BJ's Quad. BJ's Quad. I do like quads. so And you like BJ's. And so it's... Well... It's... <laughs> only the restaurant, though. He doesn't like the other kind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do. Um, so, like I'm saying, they also have good pizza at the restaurant, actually. Oh. So it's not too bad. I've never so, been. Hey, so I would go there and get the pizza and try this beer. Okay. That's good to know. All right. Next up, winning a gold medal in the Bach category from Gilded Goat Brewing Company was their Gutenbach. And Ben, how do you feel about box? Um, the ones I've had are usually all right. It's not, it's not a favorite, and it's not a not favorite. Okay. So it's middle of the road, I guess. All right. I would say it's a very box are good. I've had a chocolate box before that I really liked from Sam Adams. Uh, Shiner box, everyone knows because that's actually the brewery name. Yeah. Uh, Amber box, I've had before. Those are okay. Yeah, it's just but it's, I think it's I'd be, very okay to me. It doesn't say what kind of Bach, and so it kind of makes me a little worried that it could be something I don't like. It's but an IPA Bach. I, I would still try it because I won a gold medal, and why not? All right. Next up, Ben will be surprised again, oh. but winning a gold medal in the Bohemian-style Pilsner category. Rock bottom. Nope. Oh. Gordon Biersch Brewery Restaurant. Oh, I've never for, even heard of it. For their beer. Bohemian Pilsner. It sounds like a place that sells um, wiener schnitzels. Mm, I think I've heard of them. Gordon <laughs> Beer Brewery Restaurant. <laughs> Tyson's Corner. Bratwurst. Whatever that means. It sounds like they sell <laughs> bratwurst. But and pretzels. they want a gold medal. I would try that out for sure. Yeah. We've got a lot of restaurants we got to go to now. Oh. Well, at least... The plus is that restaurants have food if the beer sucks. Yes. Hopefully the food's good. And now hopefully Ben opens up his mind a little more to the Rock Bottoms or the CB and Pots of the world. Nope. Because you maybe, never know, Ben. Maybe a little bit. Th- the next time you try beer there, it could win a gold medal. Oh, yeah. So you should try them all. I fully expect <laughs> Rock Bottom to win gold medals everywhere. I bet you didn't think anything about the BJs. and I they And they not. won. That is, that so is true. I you're, did not. you're selling it short, Ben. All right. Next up from... Or next up, winning a bronze medal in the Brown Porter category from Crow Hop Brewing Company was the Neenock Porter. And Ben, how would you feel about trying it? I would give it a shot. Only because it won a medal or because it sounds interesting? Only because it won a medal. Okay. I don't even know where this place is. I've I don't even. I've never heard of the brewery, actually. No, I have not either. It could be, now, of course, Colorado one. It could be anywhere from Vail to Durango to Alamosa. And there's a long distance of coverage. Yes, we've been a lot of places, but... Grand Junction. Yeah. Middle of nowhere brewery in literally the middle of nowhere. <laughs> nowhere. All right. Well, moving on. Next one is Ben's favorite. Winning a bronze medal in the experimental beer category from Cogstone Brewing Company... They're chips and salsa cream ale. <laughs> ben, what are you doing? Pack your bags. We're going right now. <laughs> All right. Let's go. I don't even know what that is, but we're this going. It sounds horrible. It sounds But good. I, I will try it. And I do like Well, of the, course you will because you always try them anyway. I, I do like the experimental section. Yeah. I like that there is one. Yes. For crazy offhand shenanigans like chips and salsa cream ales. Yes. Because every time I want beer, I want it to taste like chips <laughs> and salsa. But they do combine two good things, chips and salsa with beer. So you, instead of just I, getting chips and salsa. I've never, like. You go to a Mexican I, restaurant, Ben, you order a beer, chips and salsa they give you, you're eating them. Yeah, but I don't, I don't put them together. But 
You eat the chips like, and salsa and then drink my a beer. Chips and salsa, and then pour my beer in it and try and drink that. No, but if you eat the chips with the salsa, but maybe and then I will. T- and then maybe you, I will now. And then you take a drink immediately after. There you go. I'm gonna dump the salsa and in the smash beer. a couple chips into the beer, mm. and we're gonna try it out. Maybe that's what they did to make this. We don't know. Which I gotta start with the cream ale. Yeah. Make sure it's on. Pump. So hopefully. All right. Next up. Winning a gold medal in the German-style alt-beer category from Golden City was Legendary Red. Uh, I would try this. Yeah. Red beers, I'm like 50-50 on. Yeah, so I would say so. the gold medal one is the best. All right. Next up, one we've actually had winning a silver medal in the same category uh, from Grimm Brothers was Little Red Cap. I actually really enjoy this beer. Yeah. I have bought six packs of it. So, so we have another category where Colorado took two of the three medals. Good job. We didn't Colorado. do any. We didn't do a clean sweep. We ne- we never did a uh, three. We just suck Colorado. Three medals, but you give them credit. At least they got two. True. Good job. All right. Next, moving on, f- winning a bronze medal in the German style Doppelbach or Eisbach category from Front Range Brewing Company was Saint Nigel's Doppelbach. Yeah, that's right. You would. Yep. You like Doppelbachs? I like Doppelbachs. Do you? Okay. That so is, that's an easy try. Okay. I, I would say so. I say I would try it as well, just because it's... Doppelbox are very hit and miss with me, but because I want a medal, I would be more open to trying it than just out of the blue. Nice. All right. Next up, winning a gold medal in the German-style Kolsch category from Steamworks Brewing Company was the Colorado Kolsch. And Ben, let me ask you, how basic do you think this tastes? I think or I've had it. do you think it tastes really good, and that's why it won gold? I think it's, like, the best of the most basic of beers. Okay. Well, it did win gold. So, I think it's one of those ones that I really felt like this was a great base beer for greater beer. Okay. If it had flavors. Okay. Because I'm pretty sure I've, have a, I've had this one before. I think we have. At other festivals. Okay. Maybe. And I remember feeling that way about... We've had a lot of beer at a lot of festivals. This is really, really good if you add something else. (laughs) Well, hey, they won gold without having to, so... Yeah, in that category. Well, yeah, but... That's true. That's still a gold medal for them. True. They can still say they won. All right, next from... Nope. Next, winning a gold medal in the German-style Pilsner category from Cannonball Creek Brewing Company was their Netflix and Pills. Uh, I even wanted to try this one, and I just never got... Or did I try this one? I don't think you did. I don't think we went to Cannibal. I would know... I would remember the name. I remember the name, though. I remember seeing it on the menu board, and I tried something else. Uh, That's what happened. Because it was a Pilsner, and you Because it was a Pilsner, and they had something else that I wanted to try. This was at Cannonball Creek? Yes. I'm going to see if I can recall what it was that I tried while you look up the next beer. Okay. Colorado did pretty decent. We're a little bit over halfway through the medals. Yep, that's the one, because I tried Trump hands. Oh, <laughs> that's right, you did, I remember. And how were they? Um, I don't remember it being good. Okay. Should have gone with the Netflix and pill. You should have, but does it say where they're located, Ben? Uh, Golden, Colorado. Oh, okay. Well. Right up there with Coors. Yes. Go try them both out on your trip to Golden, Colorado. Yes. All right, next, winning a gold medal in the gluten-free beer category. Oh, a whole section I missed. Yes, from the High Hops Brewery was the Puckerberry. Ben, look it up and see what kind of beer it was. Uh, High Hops. just going to say Puckerberry in here. Never mind. It doesn't say what kind of beers they are. Well, what else? see what else they brought. Maybe it's worth a trip. All right, we're looking for High Hops. Which we never would do before. otherwise. We would never look for High Hops. Hey, Horse and Dragon Bar, your favorite. Yeah. Glad we skipped them. High Water, High Park, High Side, High Way, High Wire, High Alpine. Where the hell's High Hops? I don't know. They're not even listed on there. High Sign, High Land Park, High Side, High Way, X. Hmm. It's, it's very possible they could be in a featured section, but I don't know. Maybe the featured sections are... Like, still mm-hmm. in alphabetical in here. Let me see. I mean, it's... They just showed up and won a gold medal, Ben? Those bastards. Just threw one bear in there. How dare they? I don't know. That's weird. They're not listed. Well, 
Maybe they just showed up on Saturday only and they didn't put them in the category. Maybe. Maybe wherever they're located, they had to travel down and got stuck. It's I've seen signs and stuff for it, and I know I've tried beers from there at other festivals. Yeah. Um, I've just never actually been to the location. Okay. Well, next up, winning a silver medal in the golden or blonde ale category from Bootstrap was their 1956 golden ale. And considering we've been to Bootstrap... Yes, we I probably ha- we've probably had this. Yes, I probably have drank this. Yeah, and it probably was good. It probably was good. All right. Well, next up, I actually have a problem with this on being on the list, Uh-oh. but I'll get to that when we get there, Ben. But next up for winning a silver medal in the honey beer category was the honeycomb cream ale from Rock Bottom Brewery. But Pittsburgh, <laughs> it's it's the Pittsburgh location, oh, Pittsburgh, but so why is it under Colorado? Good question. Now, if Rock Bottom is a Colorado-based company... Well, because they have... Maybe it's like the same thing like Epic being not a Colorado-based company, but they have their own in-house yeah. beers. So the Pittsburgh Rock Bottom has its own But I just want to know... Which are better than the Colorado <laughs> beers. But I just want to know, if I go to our Colorado Rock Bottom... Rock they will tell you. If I, if I go to our rock bottom, can I try this honeycomb cream ale? Our rock bottom will probably tell you to suck it. Well, that's why they didn't win. That's probably Because true. I wonder, I'm going to look up rock bottom and see what beers they brought. And if it's only the Pittsburgh location. Um, that I would, would be, imagine it would be uh, other locations. You would think, but who knows? But then that gives us our third restaurant brewery to win a medal. That is true. It looks like them restaurant breweries are up there in meddling. Mm. Okay, so, so. so so maybe because the rock bottom... Oh, they do have it. So it actually is listed under Denver, Colorado in the book. So I don't know why it says Pittsburgh. It looks like you better head off to a rock bottom. Because mm. it, be- it won for best honey beer and it's also a cream ale. Now, you can't tell me, Ben, that a honey cream ale does not sound good to you. Oh, there's a scent. I was like, where do you see what metal they got? Yeah, it's the, it's the color. I gotcha. Ooh, nice. Yeah. All right. So, but would you try that, Ben? Would you head up there? I would give it a shot. Okay. Yeah, I would try it. And then yeah. when you go, and if it's terrible, you can spit it in their face and be like, this is why you didn't win gold. Yeah. In anger. That's, that's... I chuck the cup on the ground and stomp out. Oh, wow. Ben's very adamant about uh, his honeycomb cream ales. Well, next up, winning a bronze medal for the Irish-style red ale was from Comrade, the Defcon Red. Which I think we've had before. I have. Because we've been to Comrade. And it probably wasn't that good. It's, it's decent for a red ale. Like, it's not bad. Okay, I would agree. I would try it. I like red ales sometimes, so I would definitely try it. Even if it didn't win the medal, I would still try it because reds are always, could be good, could be bad. Yeah, reds are always a 50-50. Yeah. All right, next up, winning a bronze medal in the Juicy or Hazy Pale Ale category from Fiction Beer Company is the Madam Psychosis. In fact, I've actually had it, <laughs> and I will pass. Okay, well, there we go then. We'll just skip it to... Winning a silver medal in the Mixed Culture Brett Beer category from Wiley Roots was the Citra Dry Hopped Funkyo Couch, which uh, I think we've had before. I don't know if I've had this. I wouldn't mind trying it because I have had a fair amount of Wiley Roots beers that I did enjoy. So I think we've had them at festivals before. We've had a lot of them at festivals, and we went to a tap takeover once at Tony oh. Brew Tap House where they were the featured beer. Okay. A lot of good stuff. All right. Uh, next, winning a gold medal in the oatmeal stout category Ken's from favorite. Glenwood Canyon Brewing was the Shoshone Stout. Okay. Yeah, try it. Just because it it's well, the reality, best of that would, category? In, in reality, I would probably try every medal beer. Yeah. Because it, it won a medal, so it's obviously good. And if it is not good, we can complain. Yeah. We can write a letter. All right, next up, winning another gold medal, which Colorado's got a lot of gold medals. But there's probably a lot of categories. Um, they won 32 medals, I believe. 32 gold medals, I believe. Nice. Uh, they It was in the Westward. Nice. So well, Winning a gold medal a for the best old ale or strong ale from Banded Oak was the Drunkard's Cloak. 
to the time I visited Bandidook, I enjoyed almost every beer I had there, so yes. We would try it, yes. I would 100% I remember. want to. Oh, if you want to try that, then you'll want to try this. Because it's also from Bandidook. No. Winning a gold medal in the ordinary or special bitter category from left hand was the Sawtooth Ale. Ew. Okay. That's Ben's thoughts. That's actually how I feel about <laughs> most of left-hand breweries. Have you had the Sawtooth Ale? I have. It, I, I can't say I'm I agree. It's it. not that good. All right. Well, after a string of gold medals, we're back down to bronze. But for the best Scottish-style ale, steam. winning third place from Goat Patch Brewing Company was It Takes a Tribe Red Ale. I would try it. You know what shocks me, though, is a lot of these breweries I haven't heard of. I know. That's the really because surprising thing. Probably from places that spread so far and wide. Colorado's got a lot. That should tell you, people. We've been to over 200 Colorado breweries, and there's a lot on this list we haven't tried. Which is crazy. Yes. Oh, next up is actually one that Ben likes. Winning a gold medal for best specialty beer from Denver Beer Works, or Denver Beer Company, their can work section was the Graham Cracker Porter. I do, actually. Yes. This is probably the best of porters. And I remember getting Ben to try so, it and him wanting, saying he's going to hate it because it's a porter, and then he tried it, it's, and it's he likes it. It's probably the best of porter. Well, it's the second best porter, in my opinion, which is still saying a whole lot. Yeah. All right. Ooh, Ben, I'd actually like this. From winning a gold medal in the specialty Sison category from 105 West Brewing was the Apricot Sison. Yes, I'd want to try. Yes, and because it's a, because like it's a and Sison, so there you go. And Sisons are sometimes like and sometimes I don't, but okay. I do like apricot beers. So All right. good potential. All right. After that, winning another gold medal for, for the best Vienna style lager from Ska Brewing is their Oktoberfest. It's actually pretty good. Yes, it is. <laughs> I, we had it. No, yeah, that one's actually pretty good. Because I tried to look for pumpkin and Oktoberfest beers while I was there on that side of the location. Nice. Uh, is it, are we done? We got one left. All right, let's do it. Our last one of the festival, winning a gold medal for the best wood and barrel-aged beer from Denver Beer Company, just the Old Town Arvada location. Because okay. they do do their own exclusive beers. Which I do like. The Barrel-Aged Japansoff. Which I've never had, but Ben has had Japan I've sauce. I've never had the barrel-aged one, I don't think. Um, I have had the original Japan sauce, which I actually think is really good. Mm. Well, it didn't win. Well, but so. a barrel-aged version of it won, so that's that's fair. Yeah. So they did pretty good. All right. Well, that was all of our medals. Ben, any thoughts you have you want to finish up on? Yeah, there's one thing I want to talk about based on one brewery because I think it's kind of hilarious and kind of awesome at the same time. Okay. So, we have one place called Dive Bar Beer. Yes, we do. And I think it's just funny that here's a huge event, 4,000 plus beers. This place makes one beer. And that's it. Yes. And that's all they bring. And it's their Dive Bar Beer. it's a Dive Bar Beer. It tastes like Bud Light. Yeah, it kind of does. I'd say more like... More like a Coors Banquet, in my opinion, but... No, Coors Banquet's better than Bud Light. Yeah, I agree. I think this is better than well, Bud Light. But it, it tastes more so like Bud Light. I think it's just really funny to just have that one place with one beer in such a huge event, too. Yes. They were invited. They were invited. And so. some places weren't. So that would make you feel shitty if you <laughs> You worked. lost to Dive Bar Beer. Yes. There's one spot left, and out of the hundreds of places that could have gotten it, they gave it to Dive Bar, who makes one beer. Which I will always find hilarious. That tastes like PBR. But <laughs> <laughs> craft version. Tastes like <laughs> multiple different beers now? Yeah, well, they all taste the same um, anyway. And on top of that, I do think it was a fine experience. It's okay. pricey. Yes, $85 a ticket. So it's probably the most expensive beer festival we'll ever go to. Think of, or but we'll of course to. it is for what the size but, was. The size it was, the amount that you can try to drink yeah. is really high and up there. Okay. It's very well ran. It's very open. It never felt overcrowded. I do think it'd be really cool if they sold a multiple-day ticket, like just a two-day ticket even, yeah. for a slightly higher price. Yeah. But somewhat reasonable. Was $85 reasonable for this? I probably drank 85 ounces of beer. No. In the total? You probably had like 60. 
50. Then no. Well. Because I'd like to get one ounce per dollar. <laughs> we probably would have. Uh, if I wouldn't have gotten food poisoning the day before. Well, I had quite a few when you were um, in the restroom. Yeah. So, so I might have got there slowly and quickly. And I did drink a fair amount of 10% lunch, which helped me feel like those are $2 pours. But I would definitely say that if I didn't get food poisoning, I could have tried at least another 20 beers. Yeah. Because we did leave an hour early because it was 5.30 to 10. But we probably beat traffic. Well, we waited around. We're drunk in traffic. We stayed around for a while. That's true. We probably still. And then we were walking, and then my food poisoning kicked in, and we had to (laughs) buy chai lattes. (laughs) But yeah, so overall experience, I thought it was pretty good. Yes. Would I go next year? Would you? Um, possibly. Okay. I think it's still in the air. Like, if it's affordable at the time, yes. Okay. If it's something that wasn't affordable, then no. Like, I wouldn't try and stretch the dollar to go. Okay. But if I had the money and I thought, you know, this is going to be a good time, it is a good time. Okay. Like, there's a lot to do. There's a lot of fun to be had. There's even costumes. Yeah, some people, people there's did. There's a fair yeah. amount of people in costume. So, that, that's true. I would agree. So, yeah, if if I had the extra money and I knew I could afford it, 100%. Okay. But I wouldn't spend extra to go. Okay. My final thoughts are, I would say it's definitely a good experience. Especially as someone who works in the beer industry or the bar industry as I do. It's definitely good to go out and try different beers that maybe one day I'll want to put on tap. Even though we do mostly Colorado beers. But you never know if something's so great that you it's so delicious. It doesn't matter who makes it, what it costs. You're going to put it on there. It's definitely good to try. It is nice seeing different breweries from outside the state because as we do these beer podcasts, we pretty much only get Colorado beers. Yeah, and so, so it's nice where the Colorado beers are in the minority. And we have so many from, like I said, Illinois, California, Texas. Yeah, there's a lot. All and of the good places. It's nice to see that variety. Yeah. I would probably go back next year. I definitely would, even if... For me, it was worth the experience, even though I did get sick and have food poisoning. I think it still was worth the $85. So if I wasn't, I, and I would have gotten more out of it, I definitely would have been happier. And that's the important part, is did you get your money's worth? Yeah, and I would say yes. Even with being sick, I did. I would definitely strongly consider going two days next year. Even okay. if they didn't offer a multi-day pass, I think it'd be worth it to go two days, just because you can... And not get sick, because then you can try a heavy-handed in one day, heavy-handed in the other day. Maybe don't go back-to-back days. Maybe go Thursday go and like Saturday. Thursday, Saturday, or that'd be I it. guess that'd be the only option. <laughs> that'd be it. <laughs> if I had two Thursday, Friday. But I definitely think it would be a worth it experience to go next year. And I'm looking forward to seeing these beers that won medals out in the world and trying them. Next, all the next beer festivals we have coming up, if we see them, hey, this, oh, remember this one gold medal, or, oh my god, Ben, this one silver medal at the Great American Beer Festival, let's try it. Yeah, absolutely. Because we saw it there, and now we can try it. So I definitely think it'd be worth it. Yeah. All right, well, that'll wrap us up for Denver BeerCast, coming to you from the 2018 Great American Beer Festival at the Colorado Convention Center on, you know where it's at, but Ben will tell you if you don't. 15th and Curtis. Yes. We will see you with another festival on another time. Probably, of course, more beer.